This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Welcome into a Dubsy Wednesday. Mr. Dubsy himself coming on here for a little props golf update. It is a Wednesday episode of the Bostonian versus the book. He's Dave Sheriff and the book. I'm Matt Pearl, the Bostonian. Hey, have you subscribed to our new newsletter called The Beat yet? You need to check it out. Go to on Twitter at Props US every single day in your inbox. Us, Dubsy, Props Arizona. Prop bets, videos, all sorts of fun announcements. Where will BVB be? We will be on Friday at Circa. Happy Wednesday, Dave. How are you? Just getting ready for you. <laughs> so I'm ready for you today. Everybody said, you know, I got texts, alerts yesterday. Is everything all right with you and Matt? You guys still good? Oh, yeah. All this stuff. I said, what do you mean? That's the show. Ask me where you went to law school. We need the verses, right? You need the Boston. It's the Bostonian versus the book. Occasionally, you need the verses. That's what the V stands for. <laughs> yeah, B V B. On Friday, we will be at Circa, yeah. but I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I was. Re- I, I've been up, ready to go. Kind of shadow boxing in the corner, getting ready. Oh, I I'll put the Muhammad Ali shirt on. I'm Very young. Nice. I'm fast. I'm handsome, and I can't possibly be beat. How are you, sir? Could you imagine Muhammad Ali in the Twitter age? No. <laughs> Could you imagine the social media for that guy? He was the best. Wow. Man. He would have he, he had a hell of a t-shirt company, man. Every damn line he popped would have been a t-shirt. Put it on the t-shirt. That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coming coming soon. T-shirts. Tell nobody. Nearest you to that. But yeah, I'm serious about that. The beat is a daily now. We made that change yesterday. We made that announcement, or I guess that that switch. It was going to be a daily newsletter, but it did so well in the beginning. Nobody tells me shit. I don't even yeah, that's know fine. about this. That's, that's fine. fine. That's, 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 that's my job. So the the it's my role in this still on the show. Right, that's but right. if you haven't if you haven't subscribed to it, it's it's pretty neat. It'll be in your inbox every day. So if you miss a story, if you miss a clip, uh an episode, an announcement, something big that's coming up, you know, about the Saturday. Discord channel chat. If you're a college football fan, you can join me every Saturday morning, eight o'clock Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern time on the Discord channel, which is betprep.com slash chat to get into it. Free. Everything's free. Chat's free, but you get to bet a half a unit of my money every Saturday. So I give it up. You guys make recommendations. We have a conversation. I tell you whether I like your play or not. And then we vote and it's completely crowdsourced. We vote on the discord channel and whatever you guys pick, we keep track of it. We see how we wind up. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's really bad. It just depends upon what ends up happening. Historically it's down. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but people like it because it gives you a chance to hear other people's opinion on multitude of games and maybe a play you weren't thinking of gets to mix in. If I'm heavy on college football, like I will be on Saturday, there's no UFC. So maybe there's an, an, you know, a tennis match or something that people are eyeballing that I'm, I don't bet. 
soccer, whatever, go ahead and make your case. If the people listen and agree, they go and vote. And then you're betting a half unit of my money every week. So that happens on Saturday. Sounds you like would know about that. Ridiculous idea. Ridiculous? You don't like it? I don't know. I'll be there on Saturdays trying oh, to chime in and listen to this nonsense. Just like being in a sports book and hearing all the experts in there <laughs> making all their plays and telling me why and all this other stuff. Just come in and bed and get out. Please, let's go. We want to watch the games. So that's good interaction. That's good stuff. I mean, like, yeah, it's fun. I love the, the chat every day interacts with us while we do the show. Right. So it's kind of a live unscripted well they get to come in like so instead of they actually have their own voice because how they've never done a discord stages conversation before it's like twitter spaces where basically i'm the host of it i invite you up you raise your hand i invite you up onto the stage and then you make your case to the Mm. to the group you say hey i want to recommend yankees minus one and a half because blah you make your case and then it's okay and then we it is parlay central, as we know. It's how I learned how aggressive and how addicted you guys are all to parlay betting. Because mm. every single time I did this for two years of the previous pod, there were at least two pot, two parlays, sometimes three or four parlays being recommended. And they would love it. People would love it. It's, hey, here, I got a winning parlay for you. I got this. I got that. And so often I was like, guys, like just let's just hit one. Let's just get a single. You don't need to go for the grand slam. But yeah. they like swinging for the fences. So, you know, it is what it is. Old bookmaker expression. Bet a toothpick to win a forest. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. To win a forest? Yeah. That's what, yeah, a parlay is. That's what a parlay is. That's, yeah. A lot of toothpicks takes to build a forest. Let's remember that. I like that line. Yeah. yeah. But nobody likes to build houses out of toothpicks. It takes too long. Right. But that's what <laughs> essentially what you have to do to be successful in this in this endeavor of ours of eleven dollars to win ten each and every single time. Well. Inst- yeah, but that's not enough, right? That's enough for you bookmakers. You need more than that. You can't can't take eleven versus ten. You need more protection and moving lines and limiting people and kicking them out and not allowing them to bet. And we did that show yesterday. So <laughs> go back and watch it. We're going to keep talking about that. Yeah. Like, sure. Uh huh. Right. Just you like wouldn't the, know a sharp guy. If you saw him and he slapped you in the face, B-roll. that's fine. You wouldn't know a suspension either. So it's okay. We're good. You wouldn't know an a actual suspension. suspension. <laughs> you wouldn't know what a six game suspension sounds like either. So you're wrong about that too. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Chat, light them yeah. up. Tell well, them how many yeah, games we'll... Deshaun Watson got. Deshaun Watson got suspended. JD mm. will be in town next week. I can't wait. We're going to. Oh, we're good. going to. I'm not sure yet what steakhouse we're going to, but but you're not you're not on my bill. Just FYI, you know that, right? I'm not on the bill. I'm just going to sit there and watch. <laughs> you're not on my bill. And tell everybody how I'm not. How am I going to? Sc- I'm not going to scroll. I'm, I'm going to tell them I'm buying you dinner because I like you. You're my friend, and I like seeing oh, you. God, and I appreciate you being a mediator. Here. I'm oh. not. Bu- I'm not buying you. Di- I'm not buying you dinner because I'm wrong. I'm buying you dinner because you're in town, and it's a nice thing for a friend to do to another friend. Just buy them dinner. No, no you, I have to pick up my phone and hold it right now because it's buzzing <laughs> nonstop because you're talking. Well, that's what I do. So that's kind of my thing. It's kind of hard to stop me from talking. Kind of hard to stop me from talking. People have tried for 45 years and it hasn't really worked yet. So so are the Yankees back? They win both games against the Mets. They've won three games in a row. They look like themselves again. How do you feel about 
It's the Yankees. two games. Where did they go? What do you mean? Are they back? What's happening right now? They had the worst record in the American League East for a three-week period. They were the worst team in baseball, not just the American League East. <laughs> so what do you mean? Where, what do you, where did they go? They were the worst team in baseball for a baseball. while. Are they back? After they won two games? Three in a row. And they have an off day? Mm-hmm. They looked like themselves. That was the look at the Yankees again from earlier in the year. Playoff atmosphere. The Mets games were great. They're two good I mean, baseball Ma- games. Montas was, I mean, like we had the under four and a half Ks. He had three in the second inning. <laughs> that bet got lit on fire quick. It was like, okay, just struck off the side in the second inning. Yeah. He pitches like um, that for them. Yeah. Uh, are they back? I mean, I'm not ready to say they're back, like all the way back, but you know, you go through these ebbs and flows during baseball season. It's fine. Like, this Mm -hmm. is good. This is, you got to do this before late September. You can't do that little stretch three and 13 until they won the three in a row. You can't have that in September, especially mid to late September, and then try to carry it into the playoffs three game elimination series. Well, they're not going to play the three-gamer because they'll be one or two seats. So, um, yeah, I, uh, do you think they're back? Like, I, I don't actually think they went anywhere. I think they just were playing around. You just said they were Imagine. the worst team they in were. the American League East. They were there. And now you said they don't go anywhere. Man, you just, talk about both sides. I'm just not better I'm than asking questions. I didn't say you're, you're not asking assuming, questions. You're assuming questions. questions. You're assuming questions. Are statements they're not i don't think i never worried about the yankees i just thought that they're playing they because they're bored the yankees they were bored they were bored yeah they're bored just you can't be up by 20 games and, and and actually have any fire to go to the go to work you're just like eh, all right let's go to work and then they started to lose and they lost a lot and then aaron boone had to go do the whole pounding on the desk thing and he had to i have the confidence of my general manager and brian cashman to go out and put feet to the fire type stuff. And then they woke up and now they're playing the way they're capable of playing. I mean, Aaron judge is just dumb. You can't pitch to the guy. It's 48 home runs. You can't make a mistake. I mean, you can pitch to the guy. He can be had. Um, but you I mean, Walker was rolling. He was rolling doing, I was watching the game. I was at, at the wind Sportsbook watching the game. He was rolling, pitched a fastball to the inside. It was six inches too far over the plate. Gone. Ripped, and that was it. That was was one nothing, and then it became two nothing, and then it was two two, and then the Yankees just you know they had the bases loaded in the in the top of the ninth inning. They had two on and one out in the top of the eighth inning, and they couldn't score. Mets couldn't get any runs across. I thought we had a chance to get that money line last night, and bullpen did did their job. It was scary. It was a white knuckle ride, but they got their job done. Yeah, won the game. Yankees win both games on the run line last night. Yeah. So, I mean, are, are, are in the series. Um, Chats light you up, by the way. 11, 11, 11, 11. It's not even roll call Friday, and the boys oh are God. all chiming in. 11 That's games. Fine. 11 games. It's fine. That's an appeal. Language matters. You guys all would fail law school. You know, it's, it's what law school did you go to again? Uh, I didn't need to. My father went to Boston College of Law. So, my father's a lawyer. It, so I know a lot of people whose fathers or lawyers are in jail. 
I'm not saying you're going to jail, but I'm going to jail now. Your father did something. I'm just wondering what law. I'm just saying I was I was law class in college. You're the one. You're the one saying I'm a lawyer. I never claimed to be a lawyer. I'm just saying that my argument, my ability to argument, comes from genetics and being able to take apart arguments and what your dad did. Of course, the language, the language of which I was brought up in terms of how to construct an argument. Arguing just like my family was arguing. You're an arguer. I am an arguer, but I win arguments. So you wear people the fuck out. That's what you do. But you can't wear arguments. me out. I win arguments. I mean, wear them out. I win. So <laughs> however you want to spin it, I've been winning these arguments for 20 years. That's how I keep on getting jobs. Uh, I just win arguments. Now you're in the ring with me. <laughs> oh, oh no. I know you ain't. I ain't scared of you either. Good. That's the point. Derek Carr was asked yesterday about the Tom Brady rumors. And I mean, uh, come on, this is rough, right? Like this is like your Why? wife. This is like your wife went on a date with a guy, but didn't go home with him. Didn't go home with him. But you know, how do you feel about the fact that your wife went on a date with another guy? Like this is hard to hear if you're Derek Carr, right? That Tom Brady was all set and done to be moved to have you be kicked out. And at the last minute, John Gruden's like, I'm good with the marriage. I'm going to stay where I am putting the glasses on. <laughs> Why do you always bring it into the wife and the life? Because it's the best analogy about, about betrayal. It, it's the best analogy for things that happen when it comes to doing things behind people's backs. So that's what this is. This is doing something behind somebody's back. And Derek Carr now has to deal with the the whole, you know, issues. It's not his fault. Derek, he, didn't, he did nothing wrong. Derek Carr. Yes. Derek. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> Derek. Uh, sorry, I'm looking down at the chat. I'm laughing. Sorry. <laughs> so I, I feel bad. I got. I, I feel bad that he had to answer these questions yesterday. This sucks. I would hate to be him at this it's moment. It's terrible. It's it's not right, but it's. Now he knows that Tom Brady, I mean, him and Tom Brady aren't going to be cool for a long time because Brady <laughs> went on the show, went on LeBron's show and, and essentially like laughed at him and shows you the competitive fire that Brady has over other quarterbacks, but also what he thinks about Derek Carr's ability as a quarterback. All I know is the reports of what is going on at camp right now. That re- that person that said bet the Raiders to go 0-6 in the division, Devontae Adams had four touchdowns this morning. Four in the red zone. <laughs> yeah. He went four for four, four touchdowns in the red zone against Patriots deep defensive backs. Yet they're not going to go 0 and 6 in the division. That's not happening. Who said they're going 0 and 6 in the division? Oh, it's a big conversation. Somebody went on uh, one of our one of our shows on Twitter and was like, they bet the Raiders right now to go 0 and 6 in the division. Great value on the Raiders to go 0 and 6 in the division. I was like, I'll bet anybody right now $100. What do you want? Raiders are not going 0 and 6 in the division. Come get it. Who wants it? There's <laughs> a laughable bet to make. Listen, counselor, mm. as much as we have people listening to the show and say these ridiculous things, do you know how much I want to jump back in the ring and book those bets? I can't oh, yeah. do it, obviously, because oh, yeah. the lawyers won't let us. <laughs> the Raiders yeah. aren't going 0 6 in the division. <laughs> I mean, they're not. No. They're winning at least one of the home games. Yes, right. Right. At least one. They're going to be. I don't know which one off right. the top of my head. They may win the week one game at the Chargers. I mean, the 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 over under on the over under on the Seahawks win total in the West 
is two. The Seattle Seahawks number is two. Just wicked on them every day. <laughs> but you just, find a way to that's from Matt, Matt Rafferty. That, that was Matt Rafferty showed me that in the Discord channel today. Matt showed me the bet and said, "Would you make this bet over under two wins for for the Seahawks?" Yeah, it's minus one thirty. It's minus one thirty to the under. And he was like, they're going to win one. Right. Maybe. I mean, you're going to push at worst. That's it's what Matt said. Four. He said, aren't they going to win? Aren't they going to go one in five at best? And I was like, yes. I was like, that's a two good bet. Four. What? Two and four at best. You push. Well, fine. To push two and four. But that's not, yeah. not going three games. Not going three and three in the division. Not happening. So that, it's would, just, be, that would be very surprising. So if, the, if the number is two for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. I'm comfortable saying the Raiders are winning one game. I'm very comfortable saying this. <laughs> the Raiders win one game. And you're right. They're right, right, right. They can win the opener and beat the Chargers and be 1-0. Yeah, I mean, they're three-and-a-half-point dogs yeah. at the Chargers. I don't know what they're going to be at the Chiefs. I mean, we could go through the thing again and see it. They, they could win any one of the road games. They can't go to Denver and win. They've done it before. Right. Or beat Denver here. I'm psyched. I, I've never seen Allegiant Stadium in person. So I'm psyched on Friday to go. Just it's it's a fake game. game kicks at five o'clock. Five fifteen. Yep. Five fifteen. Real early. I have to move some things around if I'm gonna go to that. Yeah, that that's a that's a it's a bad uh, time for for East you. Coast people. Yeah. For East Coast people, it's a bad time? No, for the West Coast people. Oh. All these people talking about this on, you know, in in, in our my threads, like, you know, with Time we talked about this yesterday on Sports Grid. What time zone is the best? The West time for the watching the sports definitely. I, I still think it's West Coast, but you can make a case for Mountain Time because it's an hour ahead of us. That's fine, but we acquiesce to them more than they acquiesce to us. I mean, we're starting a game at five o'clock, right? Because of their eight fifteen kick. Yeah, so we got to get the kick by eight fifteen, and yep. five o'clock is a lot of moving parts getting in and out of Allegiant. Might have to take the bus. I'd rather. Not yeah, I, drive. I I think my plan is right now is the plan for for right now to go to the game Friday is to get we're done at circa at noon, hang out till two, come back here, grab Madeline, and, and go. Then go right down and be there at like four. Amen. And, and and be and just kick around the strip and walk around and see the sights and the sounds and just have some fun, you know, enjoying the pregame festivities and just getting a full lay of it and then go Are in. Are you going to make her walk over, over the bridge and everything? To- I'll carry her probably, but yeah. I mean, why not? She can hack it. She's eight. Where are we going to okay. park? I mean, is it, you have to park at like Mandalay Bay. You don't have a choice. I mean, you it's could like, pay a hundred and park next to the stadium if you get there early enough. There's, I, I thought there was no paid parking. Oh, it's like a hundred bucks. There's very limited though. If you don't get there when the gate opens or whatever the, the yeah. streets are. A hundred uh, bucks. <laughs> do, do, yeah. do, do, I, do I dare park across the street? <laughs> do you know what's across the street? <laughs> I do. Do the people know? <laughs> a lot of bolt-ons across the street. from <laughs> <laughs> 1022. Got the bolt-ons. There's a lot of bolt. There's a lot of bolt-ons across the street from Allegiant Stadium. No one really knows that until they come on in and they're like, "You have a strip club across the street from the stadium? Yes, we do. It's Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> across the street. Listen, and they have, have a huge park. Meadowlands. They're, they're they're across the street from the Meadowlands. Really? I didn't know. They're not what? far from the Lincoln Financial Field. Down across the street from the Meadowlands is a strip club. I never really uh, right like across and down because there's really nothing. By the Meadowlands. Yeah, Speaking really of Meadowlands, nothing. my friend Meadowlands Rob, yeah, tried to go place a bet 
uh-huh. on Monday at the Meadowlands. Right. All he was doing was running in and funding his account or going to place a bet at the counter. They were charging 40 bucks to park at the Meadowlands because it was Monday night football with the Jets. So the book goes on. The book was charging $40, not the stadium. It's the same parking lot. The well, book yeah. at the Meadowlands is the same parking lot as the well, football game. That makes sense. That makes sense then. He was going in to place a bet. They said they charge him 40 bucks. It's ridiculous, but I mean, I get it. How many people would, how many people would I know, but how many people would do that? Pay to park to go to in go, and place a bet. No, how, many, how many people would lie and say, I'm just running in to place a bet? Can I park here and then leave their car? It happened all the time. They have to charge if it's the same parking lot, you have to charge everybody for going into the book. If I didn't know it's the same parking lot. Same parking lot. Well, that makes sense to me. Then that's logical that why they would charge everybody 40 bucks. I mean, they they lose the traffic, the walk-up traffic to the game, but they don't care about that because it's a game day. Right. So they want your money and they want you to go into the book and place a bet. Some bullshit. It is, but I don't mind. I mean, I, I get the logic behind it otherwise. Yeah. Everybody tries little tricks. We've got our Vegas tricks. Everyone's got their tricks of where to park and how to get around things and Mm-hmm. so you can't i mean i get i get that that i understand why they wound up doing that i i, I understand that all right so the angels the angels ahead. are looking at selling the team Artie moreno made the made the let it be Blaming known you for just letting them out so yeah. you and everybody else has been saying trade otani trade yes. trout all this well, i blame mike stuff. trout I, I i blame mike, mike trout should live in his own bed i'm i it's, it's all on mike trout but he's blaming you that's fine good mike trout is it there otani different story otani needs to be straight needs to you know after next year needs to get the hell out of there regardless who buys the team but i'd be really curious as to who wants to buy this team i mean this is this is is it you have a, a an international marketable face in otani that if done right and built the right, you build the right team around him and trout. If you get a baseball person, a real, an owner that wants to win, this is a dream in my mind to have these two superstars sitting there. Now it's probably going to drive the price of the team way higher, but man, let the bidding war begin for this team. Hmm. Amazon. Would you buy them? Yeah, if I could, of course. Yes. If you're a baseball person, if you know, like Mark Cuban type of owner, somebody who has all the money in the world, but is desperate to win and wants to win and will invest the right way, not trying to compete with the Dodgers for billboards, but to compete with the Dodgers on the field and build an actual baseball team. Mm. Insanely valuable in the market. With the players, you good with being second fiddle to the Dodgers? Yeah, because if you're the if you do what the Mets have done, you have a chance to do the that. That's they, Steve Cohen. That. No, Steve Cohen came in, bought the team, is spending like crazy to compete. He's not worried about the Yankees. He wants to win and beat everybody. Get an owner who wants to win. Cohen wants to win. He's going to go do deals. Go get Scherzer. Go get make the trades you got to make to get guys to come in. Hardy came in wanting to win. He signed Mike Trout. Yeah, and he made a lot of really bad moves otherwise. And they overspent because they wanted the billboard guys. They wanted the big names. Build from within. It takes time. You need a Theo Epstein type. 
Yeah, but if you do that, you don't win. You're 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 not yet. The pirates, you're, 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 you're no, the red. Pirate, pirates don't have Mike Trout or Shohei Otani. You want right. the billboard guys? You said the billboard no, guys don't do that. You, you already have the them. I'm telling you, what I'm saying is you already have them on the roster. Stay on point, sir. No, you already have them now. That's the point. You have them already. Okay. Who? The, wait, you have the two billboard guys already. Stop paying okay. for anybody else. Now go and get guys who can help you win. Triple A guys, double A guys, make trades, guys who are young, guys who can help, guys who can come up, arms that are underappreciated, arms that are undervalued, guys who aren't making a lot of money. Building from within, or is that? It's both. It's being able to stock your farm system, develop talent, figure out what to do because you've got four years left of of elite ball between with Trout and Atani. So go and find the diamonds in the rough. Go find the guys who can help you and help complement defensive guys that maybe need a new home offensive guys who need to be taught how to field, like do the things that other teams have done to put them over the top. Cause you have two elite superstars that can win championships for you. Hmm. I like, I like the, I mean, if I, if, if, if I was looking to buy angels, given where they are, it's, it sucks. They're in Anaheim, but they're in a big market and they're in a fickle market that will be fair weather. You win people will show up. But you gotta win. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that they won. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's very possible. I I would definitely be interested in buying them if I was looking to buy a baseball team. I mean, I'd rather have them than Rays, the Minnesota Twins. Twins, not some personal Spence, but <laughs> you know, I I'd rather have them. I just I, would. I would agree. But you got to be in the AL West. You got to beat Houston. Damn, Astros are good, man. Look what they did. I mean, they, you know, they committed. They Uh, were bad for a while. A long time. But they, you know, then they developed guys like, you know, in their farm system, Correa and Altuve and whatnot. Uh, Okay, real quick before we get to Dubsy, which is more likely to happen this fall? Albert Mm. Pujols hits number 700. I hope that happens. Or Judge hits number 62. Oh, I hope that happens too. Which is more likely to happen? What's Pujols need? Six more? Mm-hmm. Six more in a month, a little over a month, but he don't play against righties. He only plays against lefties. Um, Man. And I did, hope Judge goes for it. This is a crazy paragraph from ESPN.com today on Albert Pujols. Yeah. On July 4th, he went 0 for 2. Albert Pools' average was 189. Wait, what he, day was this? July the 4th. July 4th, 0 for 180, 2. He went 189, 189 and then hit 154 over his previous 65 at-bats. Okay? That's really <laughs> bad. I mean, 164 and 65 at-bats is... That's 10... What is that? Four hits? Yep. Jeez, that's terrible. Then okay. came a run in five games from August 14th to August 20th. Okay. He's gone nine for 16 uh-huh. with five home runs Damn. and 11 RBIs. He hit two home runs against the Brewers, including a three-run home run. He hit a third-inning grand slam pinch hit against the Rockies for number 690. Yeah. On the 20th, two days or three days ago, he went four for four with two home runs against Diamondbacks. 
It was his 46th four-hit game of his career in his first four-for-four game since 2016. He became the oldest player with a four-hit, two-home run game, and it was his 64th multi-homer game, not including the three-home run game he had in the World Series, as he passed Dan Musial in the second place on the all-time list for total bases. I mean, this is, he needs seven. He's got 693 now. He's got 693. He needs seven. Seven home runs to get to, to get there. He ends with 699. Has he come back to get a he home run? Better. He better just go hit one and then walk off. <laughs> hit a home run on opening day and then retire. Just go on, done. Thank you very much. Did you ever see that movie, Mr. 3000? No. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac was, came back to play for the Brewers. Oh. Tremendous baseball movie. He ended his career with 2997 hits. And they signed him to come back as an old man to get three hits. It was priceless. Really mm. good movie. I think um, I think Pujols gets 700. I'm not sure Judge gets to 62. And I'm not just saying it to be opposite you, but I'm opposite you. I okay. think Judge, I'm hoping with a week to go, Judge has 60. And they got to play him. They got the spot clinched. That's my worry. Play. My my worry That's is the Yankees are gonna are gonna have the thing clinched by by September fifteenth. It's over, and they're like, Aaron, we're just. I know it's amazing, but we're gonna give you two games a week for the rest of the season. You you need eight home runs. If you get there, great. But <laughs> we're we're not force feeding it. We're not gonna put you in these positions. We're not pinch hitting you in the ninth of a five nothing game just because. Yeah. He's gonna be mad, man. I mean, he's playing for a contract. Every homer he hits is another million per year he's going to make and all this other stuff. And now he's a shot to be the all-time single-season New York Yankee home run leader. And American League home run leader. And we might not sign him. Mm -hmm. Yankees aren't going to let him get it if they don't have to. (laughs) I would agree. Why would they want that? that In the negotiation, why would you want him to have that over your head? You're going to allow... The single season home run king of the Yankees to walk across the city to the Bronx or sorry to Queens to go play for the Mets. You cool with that? Because that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, that's bad. So that's why I I I I just I think he may hit sixty. I just think sixty two. Ooh, don't know if the Yankees are going to allow him to do it. Probably not. But Pujols, will he get enough at bats to hit seven home runs? This is this is the other issue. Yeah, because he's going to go cold. You would think. I mean, this is this is a nuclear five game explosion about right. Pujols. Like, right out of, out of left. This is unheard of at forty two, doing what he's doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, let's get to our guy. Our host of Props Golf. He is Dubsy Dubsy Anderson. All right, I gotta ask you, my friend. Tiger Woods, Roy McElroy, hype video for hype videos, arena golf, new format, more money being put into play. What is your take on the PGA Tour's big announcement today with Tiger and Rory? It is all happening, boys. Dubsy Wednesday's training day. We're talking about Albie pool holes. All rise, fair and judge. All rise for Dubsy. This is what we're doing in the golf bed, and baby. What an announcement this morning. The PGA Tour have returned servants say, hey, 
Don't you sleep on us. We still got plenty of dollars up for grabs. Notably, we've now got 20 events on the PGA Tour schedule where the big names are going to show up. We're playing for $20 million. I said wowzers. Now, that's right up there with the Live Series. But, of course, we're not paying these guys just to show up. And we're going to have the best of the best in the world. We've changed the Player Impact Program. It's gone from 10 to 20 golfers. We're not, we're not going to reward social media and clickbait. We're going to give that money to the biggest names in the business. And, of course, Roy McIlroy and Tiger Woods, we knew these two were up for something. Started in 2024, we're going to have a stadium series. It feels a bit like Top Golf. We're going to have short game. It is the CrossFit Games. But for golfers, on Monday night, boys, I have my reservations. We're going to be going up against football and basketball. But more golf, more money, more opportunities for the punters and props golf to back. Some fat tickets. Yeah, it's Dubsy Wednesdays. There's no training day about it, boys. I'm feeling like Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke running through that hood. And I'm ready for battle. Number one target, the sportsbooks, baby. Dubsy's been on the heat and we ain't stopping now. The final event for the PGA Tour regular season. You better jacked up, baby. We're going Just in Atlanta. Free. Somebody get me a Coca-Cola and I ain't talking Coke Zero. You give me that vanilla Coke, baby. That's what I'm saying. Happy Wednesday, gentlemen. Man, that's the way you come into the Dubsy Wednesday. That's golf, baby. That's golf on a Wednesday. It's (laughs) all happening. It's all happening. We can't even. That's that was too long to even clip for the Twitter feed. That was the. the hey, we're gonna have to cut the clip. The clip. That's that my biggest really problem, Sharapin. I'm always going too long. You know what I'm saying? I get now. Don't get nasty. Don't get yes. nasty. We're not talking the finishing positions. The plus a money peaches, if you will, boys. We're keeping it all golf. We're keeping it all golf. I Just worked up golf. for this one, gentlemen. I had to wear a distracting shirt to keep the eyes off old Trapzilla over uh. here. You know how many compliments I've been getting about these traps, boys? Go and put that golf bag on. I'm carrying this team into success <laughs> Sunday afternoon. We're back in more winners this week. Come on. Leg day. Leg All right. Day. So you, you you touched on it. All right. And, and we've had these, like, quarterbacks playing with golfers and yep. quarterbacks playing quarterbacks and all this exhibitions and put odds on it and people dabble in betting it. But – this stuff is exhibition. The hype video. These are these are exhibitions, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's kind of like they said about what the live was. Was like, what? What's going on here, Dubsy? Is that an exhibition or is that real golf? <laughs> Look, the, the PGA Tour. That's as real as it gets, right? I'm a big fan of all the money yeah. pouring in for that one. The Tiger Woods and Rory adventure i've got my hesitations boys i got to see more from it because look a lot of golf is a good thing too much golf i don't know about that and when we start going monday nights up against football and basketball and those guys they're not going to be taking it serious of course we love seeing tiger woods with a golf club in hand but when it's playing you know pitch and putt up against the virtual simulator i don't know and to jump in the deep end with 15 events why not try four Maybe eight, maybe 10, but 15 out the gates. That is a big deal. But, I mean, everyone made out Phil Mickelson to be the worst guy on the planet. And what's he always said the last few years? We need more money. We need to reward, uh, you know, the needle movers amongst the PGA Tour. Shorter schedule. This is exactly what the PGA Tour has dished up. And when Tiger or Rory's behind it, yes, this is fantastic, sensational. Now, Mickelson, he's been the scapegoat, if you will, but it's not too uh, dissimilar to what old lefty has been preached in the last you know, few years here for the PGA Tour. So different circumstances uh, and different standards for some of these golfers out there on the course, boys. But, of course, Tiger, Rory, we know how much they've done to the game. Probably equally as well, Phil Mickelson. You know, I love bagging him. I, I love giving lefty a hard time. But now when you sit back and look at it, 
it's pretty much what he was saying. I don't have the fix, boys. You know, the golf, I, I'm a traditionalist. I love the PGA Tour. I don't mind the old Live Series as well. I think there's only, you know, so much excitement we can bring to the sport of golf without Ooh. trying to get away with, uh, you know, the core and what makes it so fantastic. But uh, more golf, it's good, boys, I think. As long as we what, do you, tickets. what do you think we're going to see from the stadium tours? Like, are, are, it's three-on-three three golf, right? Yeah. So it's so it's going to be in stadiums, three on three. I mean, we can't drive the golf ball. We can't have holes being set up. Like yeah. what? I, I can't so, figure so this I, out. I like, imagine, I imagine, uh, Maddie, they're going to have it like in an in, indoor arena, very similar to a CrossFit Games, right? Where we've got all these different little you know stations, and I imagine they're going to have you know short game challenges against one another. Then they're going to have a big screen simulator, like a Top Golf meets virtual golf. If you've ever seen. One of those, we can have long drive contests. I don't know how they're actually going to play golf amongst the virtual simulators. So that's my thing, boys. Like, you know, I, I give Liv a hard time for being exhibition golf and being a bit of a wacky format. This thing on a Monday nights, Tiger Woods in in the flannelette and baggy jeans. I don't know if that's really going to have me going. Uh, do we bring in a couple of celebrities? I don't know. I'm, I'm not big on on that as well. Uh, it's just it's got that you know that weird factor to it. It's like when we see the quarterbacks playing golf down there in Vegas, like. Okay, if I wanted to watch, you know, a couple of eighteen markers go head to head, I'd just go down to the local Mooney. So uh, a lot, a lot yet to come, and we're gonna have more details coming from the PGA Tour in the next 40, 45 days. I mean, Jay Monahan was up there this morning. He looked absolutely gassed. He didn't have all the detail to all the details to some of these uh, new initiatives. So more information to come. And if you want to stay up to date, keep it right on Props Golf, baby. Twice weekly, you know, we got the finger <laughs> on the pulse. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the betting on it's going to be really interesting to see how there's not going to be betting it. on it. Nah, it'll, it'll, be. Be this, it'll be the of same. Of course, as the there lift. will be. It'll be available, but nobody's going to bet on it. The square well, for the public will bet it. It's Tiger. Very minimal. I, I think for the average punters, uh, Sharapin, it'll be similar to the Live series. Like it's going to be super hard to predict. So if you're going to get involved, go the old, uh, you know, value play, if you will. Because what incentive is there to rock up and win? The chipping challenge, right? And the, the the long putt or the long drive, the guys aren't going to be taking it that serious. It's the same as the live series. I mean, why would you practice when you're paid up front, out the gates? Okay, I'll see you boys in four weeks. Hopefully, right. the golf game, uh, you know, sh- shows up in tip top condition. If not, I don't really care. I'm going to go back to my boat, keep on fishing. Apparently, the seven more big names uh, about to announce that they've uh, defected to the live series after this week. But hey. It's the last week of the PGA Tour season. Let's hope we can just get one more fantastic field. Back a winner in a wacky format this week. Only 29 golfers. Willie Z obviously pulled out. I think he went to lift the trophy at the FedEx St. Jude, and he pulled his back because he's only about 140 pounds, <laughs> ringing wet. Poor Willie Z, missing out on a lot of cash. What do you make of this week's tournament, Dubsy? Like, I mean, well, this is a – talk about a weird format. You said it. Um, yeah. It's 29 guys playing. Yeah, and they're handicapped. Uh, minus 10, minus 8, minus 6, minus 4. Like, they're handicapped. They start this? with leads. Yeah, it's – and look, again, Sharapin, some things, you know, I, I, I've got no hesitation bagging it, saying he's the worst, you're the worst, it doesn't work. But what's the s- solution here, Dubsy? I don't know. I, I love the English Premier League because it rewards the best team after the season and there's no playoffs. But the wacky format this week, as Matty just touched on, we've got the handicaps. So Sheffler goes off at 10 under par. Cantlay goes off at 8 under par. So you've got to stay really chalky amongst the small field on a really tough, long golf course. I only see the winner coming from five under or better starting that tournament on Thursday. And we do this so we can track who's actually going to win 
the Tour Championship. A few years ago, it'd be, okay, we've got a winner of the FedEx Cup playoffs, but at the same time, who's trying to win the Tour Championship? Here comes Tiger Woods. It was very confusing. Um, but again, last place this week, well, he's there. He's going to get guaranteed $500,000. He's not even playing. Your winner takes home $18 million. Does it really w- reward the best golfer for the season? Well, if Scotty, w- Scotty Scheffler wins it, yes, absolutely. But some of these guys are not going to win an event all season. If they have a good finish this week, they can pick up a check for $6, 7000000 million. So I think it's it's unevenly skewed towards these last few events. You know, Willie Z Did won the first skewed? one. skewed? Yeah, yeah. You were, what was that word? Skewed, yeah, I, I, Australian I, accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Dutsy <laughs> just throws out words we don't even know the meaning of. Dave does Trap Zilla. They Dave make me look this. even yeah. smarter. Trapzilla's an absolute thesaurus <laughs> on a Wednesday, boys. Don't get me started. But I think there's too much. I say over to so we're all good. We're, we're, all, we're all in the same. Yeah, we there you go. Matty P's got my back. Matty yeah. P's got all, my back. Sharon P, things. you better watch it or I'm going to leg press you right out of here. Leg press Ready you for right you too. Green sun. Leg press you right <laughs> out of here. So That's here's what's a, it. Well, here's my question on, on the course itself. And, you know, the, the, yeah. this is a, a, a tournament that's it's a longer golf course. And I mean, I don't know. If you start with a two stroke lead and over some golfers, a 10 stroke lead. Yeah. Is it hard to not bet chalk and just expect the best player with the big with the lead to win the tournament? Yeah, that's what we got last year, Patrick Cantlay. And for this week, Scotty Scheffler, this guy's not afraid of it. You know, I, I think he actually enjoys being the top dog, number one. So I think he's going to be up for the challenge. Again, I've played this course uh, when we are here last year. It's a tough track. You know, I, I think the winning mark gets to 20 under par. These guys who are going to go after, have to go after Scotty. They're going to have to play super aggressive on a golf course Past 70, you don't have the par five scoring opportunity. So I just don't see the birdies out there. There's another good little market this week, low 72 hole score. So we're taking Ooh. the handicaps out of it. Who do we like in that one? Again, uh, Adam Scott, the big swing in Aussie. He's looked fantastic the last few weeks. So you can get him at 33 to one. If you're looking for a bit of value in the old outright market, of course, if you want all the dimes, Dubsy ain't giving out all that secret sauce, go to Props Golf. But in the outright betting, I like Sam Burns. And this is a guy who keeps sneaking under the radar. You can get him at 20 to one starting at five under par again, house money. There's no real expectation. He's got to catch up five shots. We're now missing Willie Z out of that top five. Sammy Burns, a name to watch. Love his golf game, boys. Dobbsy, the chat wants to know, do you like the Mountain Dew? Do you like Mountain Dew at all? <laughs> Don't get Dubsy a two gallon Mountain Dew, boys. That gets me really excited. That is like the vanilla Coke, baby. That all, all types of cinnamon here on a Wednesday, giving your boy that pizzazz. I'll never forget, I went to Detroit last year. I got a bit of Little Caesars pizza, and they tried oh. to dish up some Sierra mist into my life. I'm going, no, no, no. I asked for Mountain Dew with my pizza. They didn't stock it. Very disappointing that time. But, yes, Dubsy absolutely loves Mountain Dew. We're but, talking full flavors. But, Don't Dave, to be strength, accurate, baby. you have to be accurate, though. They're talking about hard Mountain Dew. Oh. Dubsy hasn't had a hard Mountain Dew. <laughs> has not had. They're talking I, about the alcoholic version of Mountain Dew. They're talking he about look like he needs the hard Mountain Dew. I, t- I tell <laughs> That's you what, what they're boys. asking. <laughs> I'll tell you what, boys. As a special for the brigade, if we can back another winner here on Sunday, your boy's going to shotgun a hard Mountain Dew come Sunday afternoon. That is my promise to the brigade. And I, I imagine they're no different to the four bit, locos. Well, yeah, 16 ounce ones. Day. We're going yeah, the, yeah. The, the long, oh, the 16 ounce can. Whatever. All right. Whatever. Sure? Dubsy's going to find a home <laughs> for sure? I guarantee you. That. You tried to do this hot dog challenge <laughs> thing and talked all that at Dodger <laughs> Stadium, and that didn't work out. So I was born without chugging abilities. 
But I guarantee you one thing, gentlemen, I'm always going to give him my all, always going to give my effort to backing winners <laughs> and to chugging that hard mountain. Last through. And it sounds like maybe me. I should make plans for a Sunday night. But no, you should. Running. This is my last question from me before he lets you go. <laughs> you know we're doing this show live from the Circus Sportsbook on I Friday. That. I heard and that. And you ain't that far away. Oh, don't tempt me with a good I, time. I don't want to tempt you with a good time. <laughs> but if you show up in Vegas on Friday, you got a spot on the show. Oh, so I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Jade members will be there. I'm bring you in. I'm just putting it out there. If you're oh, baby. busy, that's fine. But there might be some brigade members that want to meet you. We'll be at the Circa. You've been there with me before. Um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right. Uh, you know, tech, talk to the Tim. wife. You want you want her to talk to me? No, no, Give no, her no, the no, 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 no. Despite what you heard, Sharpen, Dubsy calls the shots. Dubsy's Uh-oh. the boss. Dubsy's I thought you were the caddy. Dubsy's the out. The, the caddy was always in charge, Sharpen. I was putting the club in his hand. I was saying 150, 160 yards. I turned it back to a story. We're playing a tournament back in Australia. I think it was the Aussie Open. The play goes to me. How far we got? I don't know, 150, 160. Dubsy was a little hungover. Completely flies the first screen by 20 yards. Turns back like, you're sure about that yardage? And instead of adding on 10 yards, I've subtracted, flown the green. I didn't have the heart to tell him, though. I'm just like, yeah, mate, must have been a gust of wind coming up in the face. But Dubsy is the boss, Sharapan. You know this. Maybe I get a couple of hard mountain dues in to be Friday morning and come back a couple of winners. I just got checked with my lawyer that I'm back. I'm allowed back in Sin City. You know what I'm saying? Well, let uh, me run that check. We'll be there, buddy. Ask right. Counselor Perrault. He'll yeah, tell we'll you. Run, we'll, run, we'll run that, run that state, state VIN when you cross you the go. state line. <laughs> see, see. <laughs> we don't need <laughs> my bike, boys. I'll, I'll come on. Thank you, dumb, my dumb, dumb a little moped. If we see you Friday, we look forward to it. We appreciate it. Props Golf plays episodes out now. Look for the cut show on on Friday night, Saturday morning for the championship of the PGA Tour. Thank you, my boy. We'll talk to you soon, all right? Later, champions. Let's go and have (laughs) ourselves a week and back winners. Let's go. That is Dubsy, host of Props Golf every single week, two times a week here for Props.com. You may be there on Friday. You guys can be there too. Circus Sports, 10 to 12, Pacific time, live, second floor, up by Lids, by Victory Burger. We'll be up there. Before the show, after the show, I got the cord, by the way. So no more camera getting shut off. So the cord, the cord arrived yesterday. So we're good. So we're good for the cord. So we got, we got that going on and looking forward to our second ever live show. First time was at Sahara. And now we're going to be not outside, not sweating our butts off. I got to go figure out what, what, what do we need to pull out special hats for the show? I feel like we need to do something. I feel like I need to go to lids today and get something special made for really? the show. It's our second live show ever. Like I'm going to bring a bunch of swag. I'm going to be throwing around t-shirts like crazy. Okay. You got boxes and boxes of t-shirts and I, I, I don't know if I can give out the mini footballs or not. They might get mad at me for doing that. Who? Circa. Why? Because people are going to throw them around. No, they're not. Not our sure? crowd. Not our crowd. You sure? Okay. Well, they can throw it out on Fremont Street. If you oh, throw yeah. it in the BVB or if the brigade and people, if anybody's throwing a football in the book, they're going to kick your ass out. And, right. and us too. Out. <laughs> us too. <laughs> Wait till after the show to throw the shit around. Then that's yeah. fine. Yeah, but that's fine. Well, I mean, hopefully we'll be back. But I don't want Benson getting mad at us. Like we'll give mean. him balls too. <laughs> 
What are we going to say? We're not giving them bolt-ons. <laughs> uh, we're not doing that. No, I don't want to Definitely see that. Definitely not. Although Jeff to, could use them. I, mean, I don't want to say. I don't want to see that. No, thanks. Nobody wants to see that. Well, There's places in Vegas you can see that, though, but no. <laughs> no. What are you doing? We're really never getting out of late night. We're really never not. You started never. it on me. Uh, all right. Valdez today, <laughs> minus 240 against Bundy. Astros have been rolling. Worth laying the juice here on this dude? Or do you want to go run line? They covered it yesterday, 4-2. It's crazy. What's going on in Minnesota? Why isn't Spence tweeting about the Twins? What's going he knows, on? He's cowering. He's, he's, he's turtling. He just doesn't want to have a conversation. I, mean, this is, this is, I told you they weren't that good. The Twins. Oh, boy. Here we go with the told you over to not that good. man. Oh, man. Oh, man. It never ends. People. I, I'm, I hope people. The brigade loves the show because they they know what they're going to get. But you really never know what you're going to say sometimes. I mean, the Guardians are three games up on the Twins. The Guardians. Does that lock up the division that the Twins can still win a division? Of course. But it's they. Sh- the Guardians aren't a good baseball team. <laughs> like, What are they doing three games back of the Guardians? Did you see Altuve get hit in this game yesterday? I think I saw the clip late. I can't remember exactly what happened though. Like Altuve got hit with an inside fastball, it barely touched won- his pants, and nobody and, it, and nobody charged the mound, right? No, no, no. He looked at the pitcher, and the pitcher was like, "Go to first." It was an inside fastball that got away. If I wanted to hit you, I would have put it right on your ass. Right. And Altuve kind of looked at him, and I don't know. He said something like, "What's your problem?" Whatever. Well, then, you know, the Astros got to come out of the dugout led by Trey Mancini, who's trying to, you know, I mean, I I, I love yeah. Trey Mancini. I, th- right. I think he's great. His story is unbelievable, all this stuff. And they all come out and everybody's bucking up and putting their chest out, doing all these things. And it's like, get back in the dugout. Like, you know, and I saw the one tweet. They said, Altuve's pants have to be protected at all costs. Oh, yeah, because you can't take them off, right, because of the buzzers. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's fair. Fair. It's like, oh, what's happening? Let it go. But you can't let the Astros go. I mean, at the minus two forty today, it shows you how far apart I think it is from them and a team that could also be in the playoffs. This could be a first round matchup, right? Minus two forty, and it's Valdez. I mean, yesterday was what three dollars? Yep. Well, with uh, with Verlander. Verlander. Yep. I don't want nothing to do with the twins or Bundy. Yeah, not right now. Uh, McClanahan is minus 300. One of the bigger numbers, if not the biggest number on the board right now against the angels and mayor or mayors. Uh, The total of this game is seven. This seems, I know it's McClanahan, but the Rays don't score, but this feels like the total, like yesterday when I bet the Dodgers under and it burned me. Dodgers scored seven themselves. I feel like the Rays may score six themselves for the ten, uh, whatever they want. They scored ten yes. the one. Okay, three runs in the ninth <laughs> blew my oh. under nine and a half in game total. Oh wow, meaningless wow. runs in the ninth or in the yeah, eighth. Both of us, both of us yeah. got burned on that. In game is perfect. Under nine and a half, best number there was on the planet. I took under, couldn't lose, lost. This one can't lose today either. McLean had minus three dollars. You want the Angels? Teams for sale. I don't, but it's mess. it's just we've seen these big totals over the course of this summer. We start getting three or higher. The dog becomes very possible. Minus $3, yeah. Yeah. On the side. We, you said we, the total. 
sorry. Sorry. Well, you minus, sorry, sorry, side. I'm, I'm minus 300. You start getting this to be the point where you're like, I need to roll into just take the dog, take a flyer or take a pass or take a pass. But the, but we've seen it like consistently happen where these, the angels win the game today. Outright. It's crazy. CH was here over the weekend and he said he's taking the biggest dog every day for a horrible idea. He said it, he goes, he wins twice a week. He's good. Right. I mean, today if you do it every day. You take the biggest dog on the board and SoCal so put it out plus two forty five right now. And I'm sorry, plus two sixty is Nationals Mariners. That's the biggest dog. That hurts. So plus his heart in the stomach. Plus two sixty and plus two forty are the two biggest dog numbers. Two forty five. So Angels and the Nationals today. I mean. But you hit one, you cover the day. It's a pro. It's a, it's a profitable. Oh yeah, you hit them both, and you're covered for three days. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're you're good for three days. So yesterday, the favorites went thirteen and three. That's a. That seems like a very consistent number this year. With sixteen when all, games, when there's sixteen games, I swear, <laughs> I should probably get somebody to track it. But how many times has that happened when there's sixteen games? So, Cal, I don't want to give you something to do. With but it feels like 13 and three has been a number we've talked about a lot about favorites have gone 13 and three in 16 games. It's just right. it's total anecdotal. It's, it's, it's not a real, I have no evidence. It's just my brain has heard 13 and three a lot. Well, I like to <laughs> point summer. it out because, like, I did I did it first thing this morning. I looked back at the board and I was like, wow, favorite, favorite from Calvin. Because I used to go in the next day, check the figure for the day before and go, wow, we got smoked. How did this happen? And I go, oh. Favorite, 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 over, over, favorite, 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 favorite. Like, and I go, oh, so I, I did this every day in the book, you know, especially after a losing day, like, because you have to figure out, was it something we did okay. or is it something that was out of our control? Well, some 13 and three favorites is out of our control. But I draw the parallel because, you know, when we talked about this the first time I pointed it out earlier in the season, there's 16 NFL games in a week. Mm-hmm. If the favorites go 13 and three on a Sunday, during the NFL season, <laughs> there's like meetings on Monday. There's all kind of shit that happens. It's a disaster. It can happen on a Tuesday in baseball season. Everybody's like, yeah, it's just baseball season. It's no big deal. I mean, you lose, so but you don't get you right. Know, you could lose seven figures. If you go 13 and three for favorites on a Sunday and over half the games go over, people are like looking for, you know, through LinkedIn for, for jobs, maybe. I mean, it's some bad shit. Wow. Giolito minus 120 against Watkins today. Giolito minus 120. This is an interesting. They just or- keep making these white. They're like, the, the, the Orioles are dogs every Again. day, even yep. at home. And with Watkins going, who's been good. This, on, numbers, this number is interesting to me. I love when you do that, counselor. Interesting. I know what that means. Look, Orioles, aren't you? Uh huh. Watkins. I've I've liked Spencer Watkins. I I I bet him a couple of times, and he's lost three straight starts. So that's one reason, I guess, why he's probably a dog here. But Mm. I mean, he was he was pitching well. He has pitched well. Some of it's not him. It's been the bullpen. It's you know, at home he's a bit worse than on the road. But the Orioles score at home. You know, the best team on the run line in Major League Baseball. 
I don't know. I think the Orioles are live. Of course they're live. You could do the reverse run line right now. Lay a run and a half with them. A big plus money. Goodness gracious. Well, they lay a run and a half and take 250, I think. Giolito's last outing, three innings, eight hits, seven earned runs. Very inconsistent this year. At home against the Astros. In time before that against Detroit, seven innings, eight hits, four earned runs. So 10 innings, 11 earned runs. His last two starts for Giolito, but he's a minus 120 favorite today. I tell you every day, nobody knows shit. Even the guy's making a number sometimes. I don't know how many times you got to say it. People listen I mean, to the show. I know they're listening. Orioles to the are four in one this year against the White Sox. They're four and one. Four and one. Best uh, record in baseball on the run line. And it ain't close. Good at home. Exceeded their season. Have they exceeded their How many wins do they have on a season right now? They're already over. They've already passed their. They, they did it last week. I saw somebody tweet about it that they cashed it already. Cash their season win total. 64 wins. I think the number was 62. 62 and a half. 62 and a half. Whether they would lose 100 games or not. That was the number. It's already already over. They're over. And they're they're dogs. They're 36 and 23 at home. Home dog to the White Sox. To the White Sox, who are 32 and 30 on the road. By the way, it's already 7 nothing. Braves over your Pirates in the fourth inning. (laughs) It's football season. (laughs) Pittsburgh has been Turn that, just turn that page. All right, time now for the Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. BVB is the code. You go to omahasteaks.com. You guys can do two different things. One, you can go order the All-American Assortment, which is a ton of food for 125 bucks. It's a great offer. That's great. Or build your own menu as to what you want, when you want it, how much of it do you want. And both with the BVB promo code, they give you 12 free Omaha Steak Burgers. Dave and Farah will get their packages very soon. Those things go, I think today or tomorrow, going in the mail. So you guys will have your dinner for over the weekend or for first thing next week. So you guys can experience the beauty and the fun of this great package that's available right now. BVB, omahasteaks.com. Use that keyword, BVB. Okay. This is a little bit of a different spin here, but... Before you start, I just like to say it. Buy the meat. People, buy buy the meat. Sammy Watkins is now with the Green Bay Packers. He is. Sammy Watkins sat down for an interview and he was asked about the differences between Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Wasn't that Russell or wasn't that Randall Cobb in that interview? No, it's Sammy Watkins. Are you sure that looked like Randall Cobb? I've watched the video. Okay. Matt, you want to put the tweet up? <laughs> is it Sam- Definitely Sammy Watkins, dude. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Just making sure. It's Sammy Watkins. Got a fact but check. He, he said, Pat is incredibly good, but A-Rod is on a whole nother level. Now, is this buttering up your current quarterback or is this accurate in your mind that Patrick Mahomes is good, but Aaron Rodgers is on a whole nother level? He's throwing him the ball now, right? He's on the Packers now. Uh huh. So is this just making sure that you're you're keeping your quarterback in good graces because we know how the rabbit ears of Rodgers works? Because Devontae Adams, you remember Devontae Adams earlier this year put Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers on the same plane. Right. And everyone went crazy. Yeah. What are you doing right now? 
I'm I'm trying to listen to exactly what he said. (laughs) This is called show prep when you do it before the show. No, I did it. I did it. I'm reviewing it because (laughs) during the ask me a question about buttering up. What the hell is he supposed to say? Just say it. He said Pat is incredibly good, but Aaron is on a whole nother level. You're elevating. They both have one ring. They both have one championship. What does that have to do with anything? Two-time MVP versus a guy who is still not really into his prime yet. It's an interesting comment. That's all all I'm saying. Interesting meaning how? What are you talking? Interesting how? If you were drafting a team right now, who would you take? Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers? It's not the question. How is Sammy Watkins' comment interesting? I'm asking you the question now. Because he's comparing the two and he's putting A-Rod above Patrick Mahomes. I would put Mahomes over A-Rod. You would put Mahomes over A-Rod? Or Raj, yes. How are you going to call Rodgers? Yes, I would take Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. I think Patrick Mahomes is a better upside. Yes, I put Patrick. I would take Patrick Mahomes over. I would take Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Light him up, chat. <laughs> light me up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Light me up. Patrick so Mahomes you, is better than Aaron Rodgers? Right now, yes. Well, right now, body of work? That's not body of work. We're talking about question about to compare the two. We're comparing the two quarterbacks. Comparing the two on, right on now. August. On August 24th of 2022 right. at 11, what is it? 11.09 a.m. Pacific time. Uh-huh. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes over Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Are you really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. Now, body of is work. Clearly. Like clearly easy? Like you would take him? Or is, did you yeah. have to think about it at all? No, I think we're going to see. I mean, we'll learn a lot about Rodgers this year. Rodgers has. Learn a, a lot? He won. And, by the way, I'm asking just for the people because I huh? already know the answer to the question. Who was the MVP last year? Rodgers. Who was the MVP the year before that? Rodgers. Back to back MVP, and now you want to fucking learn something about him? Where's Devontae Adams? 11.05. Just for the log, 11.05. Sorry. Where's, to where's Devontae Adams today? 26 yesterday, by the way. Dave dropped 26. Over. <laughs> 26. That's a record. Wait. Bear Mollings needs to set the line. There you go. There's your height. If you're ever wondering what the record is for Dave saying F bombs on the air, 26 is the number. 26. So you had me fired up yesterday with your handicapping purposes. <laughs> um, what do we need to find out about Aaron Rodgers this year, sir? Comparing today, Patrick Mahomes versus Rodgers, not about his career. Where are they today? You just said we're going to find out a lot about Aaron Rodgers this yeah, year. Is Rodgers today? In 2022, is Aaron Rodgers better than Patrick Mahomes right now? We'll find out. Devontae Adams is currently in silver and black. Right? So <laughs> let's see what he does when he doesn't have that guy to throw to. Okay. See what the numbers are. See what the touchdowns are. See what the, the percentage of completions are. Are you worried that Patrick Mahomes don't have Tyreek Hill to throw to? Sure. There's definitely a question with that. He still has Kelsey. I would argue and there's as many questions in Kansas City as there are in no, Green Bay. No, I've, I, I've watched both games for the Chiefs passing attack. As long as their offensive line keeps Patrick Mahomes upright, they're going to move the sticks a lot. They got a couple of kids they drafted who are really smart, fast, and athletic guys. That's why they let Tariq Hill go. 
They've got guys. It's not, it's not one receiver. It's two or three that the chiefs have, but they got a couple of kids that they like that they've brought in that they think could be productive and they're going to be tough. It's all for me. The entire year for the chiefs is their offensive line. If they don't keep Mahomes upright, they're in deep trouble. But if he's upright, he's going to dice up defenses. Dice them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to throw the ball all over the place and it's really like have had dice up this meat that we're going to get people <laughs> buy the meat on a searing hot take of the day. I don't know if it's that easy, P. Roll. Okay. I like Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, he's almost 40. He's mm-hmm. a grown-ass man, just like Gundy mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Patrick Mahomes is not uh, a man or not the man. But, I mean, if somebody came to me and said, make the line, who, who's, who do you want right now today? Yeah. Yes. Let's pick him. Who are you picking? I love what this Rogers take everybody on the world type mentality right now. I like the NFC better. I think they, I think the chiefs are going to have a tough time of it. I mean, they got a tough division. We've talked about the division. He don't have that guy, Tyreek Hill running down, down the field to, to uh, what did somebody say to us? Take the top off the defense. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I got, I got as many, if not more questions about what's going on. In in Kansas City, as I do, Green Bay. I yeah. know Rogers owns it, being kind of like out there and aloof and on that stuff and all that other things, taking trips. Mahomes doesn't know that it's the wife, it's the life, all kind of <laughs> things that he got going on there. His brothers doing the TikToks. Well, here's yeah, I, I wonder careful. this. I what I'd love is if because Watkins goes from the Chiefs to the Packers. If MVS, who went from the Packers to the Chiefs, would be the next one to be sat down and asked the same question. Who? Yep. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Scantling. MVS. MVS. Yeah, he, he was the number two receiver behind Devontae Adams. Okay. He left, he left Green Bay. Uh-huh. He's now with Mahomes. Just like Sammy Watkins, who went from the Chiefs to the Packers. I would love to hear his answer to the same question. Hmm. Compare the two and hear what his hear what he says. OTG bets MVS is a bum. His opinion doesn't matter. Whoa. Okay. No hands. He's right. I mean, if, if you're a Packer fan and you've bet on the Packers a lot, MVS has dropped numerous big passes. That's why the Packers let him go. His hands, his athletic ability is no, it's unquestionable, but his hands are a huge question. Drops balls a lot. Chad always makes us think, would you take Josh Allen over both of these guys? Right now? No. No? No. Mahomes, Rodgers, Josh Allen for you? Correct. I don't know, man. Aaron Rodgers does it for me. Right now, I think I pick him today. Take Rodgers over Brady? Somehow, just like when I do cash considerations and Carl finds a way to get Brady in the conversation. Just, just asking the same thing. Just asking you if you're talking about is is, is Rogers the best quarterback in the game? Today, if mm-hmm. I'm I don't want oh, Brady got that like man, I don't know. He got that dog in him too. He always has, but he's 45. He got a hit last year in a playoff game and his lip was bleeding. He got all mad. What are you doing? Counting the championships again? <laughs> Two hands. 
what does that say? Championship, parade, repeat, Boston. <laughs> you could just get that made today for the show. No, or what? absolutely not. But that's just what they we sell do. that back there. Of course. God damn it. <laughs> Championship, <laughs> parade, repeat, Boston. It never <laughs> runs, people. I don't want Brady. Wow. I don't want Brady. You can okay. have him. Okay. I could have had him. Mark Davis <laughs> didn't let Gruden, Gruden said no. Mark Davis <laughs> gave oh, John Gruden a 10-year contract. Gruden. That's the start. The start is the contract to Gruden. That was mistake number one. Well, we mistake all number two. Yep. Yeah, and mistake number two was allowing John Gruden to say anything about Tom Brady coming to Las Vegas. I just don't understand how that conversation went. Nah, we don't want him. He's going to bring Gronk too, you know. Nah, I got my guy. He was living next to him. They have houses next to each other. Who does? Gruden and Carr. You think they, they live stuff together? Yeah. That was lifestyle. That wasn't football. That was, I like that guy more than I like you. <laughs> Who's the bigger star in Vegas if Tom Brady walks through the doors? Tom Brady. Yeah, and John Gruden's power goes to zero. He wins, though. Doesn't matter. He didn't want to win. John yeah, Gruden. Paid, paid. Game of Thrones move. That was, I'm not bringing in somebody more powerful than me. Uh-uh. I'm in my heyday. I got my last contract. I'm never coaching any team ever again. I don't know. I don't need to, I don't need to want for anything. I'm, I'm set for life with this deal. I'm not bringing somebody in who's going to be able to take me out. Take him out. He would have taken him to the top. They would have been on the top of the stratosphere. Or the Super Bowl trophy, baby. Or, or what? Brady gets rid of him. He had a 10-year contract. And he would have had the entire contract. city by the palm of his hand. He was getting John paid Gruden. anyway. Yeah. Those contracts are guaranteed. We've all watched John Gruden for years. The reason why he said no is because he didn't want to be in someone's shadow. His team. Brady shows up. It's Brady's team. So just, just yes. think. Correct, but that's why else would you if you have Gronk? I remember when you said Brady was the rumors where he's like looking for houses in Vegas. You remember when he told me that? He told me that. I told I you was that. Like, oh God, please, really? It would have been I great. Said, Tom Brady Gronk. is looking for it. Was everyone knew it? It was like the most un like the kept worst secret. kept secret yeah. in town yeah. that, it, that it they were out here. And it made perfect sense because where his kid was, he wanted to spend more time with his kid. They were going to let him yep. fly back and forth. Yep. He's going to do whatever he wanted. You know, it was a, it's a 30 minute flight private. It's 15 minutes, basically back and forth between Los Angeles and Vegas. Quick flight with your private jet zip, zip back and forth. And you're all good. Plays in a brand new stadium and a brand new, you know, lives in a crazy huge house out in, you know, desert highlands or whatever. It's ridiculous. I mean, the fact that John Gruden was allowed to blow that up is absolutely one of the craziest stories. Very surprising. Not really given Gruden, though. I mean, okay. we, we, we know now that he was a complete pompous ass <laughs> and, and wrote all sorts of sick and nasty and twisted stuff. It's true. 
I mean, the, the Raiders keeps on saying that like John came out earlier this week, that John Gruden's emails like that one email that came out is not true. There are tons and tons of emails of John Gruden using inappropriate language and really horrible things over email. So, I mean, we all thought it was one leak. It may have been just one email or one leak. And yeah, let's see on the other end, the receiving end. I still want to see where the emails went and what was being said back because it's a two-way street. So the league is protecting whoever's on the other side of the recipient group or the, you know, who that was being sent to, but Gruden getting, I, I don't think Gruden's going to win his case. Are you but a now, cyber security expert too now on top of being a lawyer? This is pretty good. How you want to see this back to what was being reported. I didn't report it. It was being reported this week that the evidence in the case is showing that John Gruden repeatedly sent inappropriate emails. Ah, uh, Repeatedly, wasn't once, wasn't you know a couple times. It was repeatedly used inappropriate language. Oh boy, that's crazy that he. And now I don't feel. And now I don't feel bad for the the whole deal. I don't feel bad for him anymore (laughs) because he robbed us of having two years (laughs) of Tom Brady here. Can you imagine how the rest of the league would have been receptive to Tom Brady getting traded to the Raiders if they win the Super Bowl first year? Like it was Tampa, so it was okay. You know, it's funny. Somebody said to me this, and I, I don't, this, this is complete conspiratorial nonsense. It did not happen. But somebody said to me, could you imagine if the league paid John Gruden to kill the deal? If somebody, somebody tapped John on the shoulder and said, hey, we, we can't allow Mark Davis to win the Super Bowl. Like, we can't allow it. He, he's, 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 the, he's the biggest goof in the league. He can't be allowed to win a Super Bowl. I mean, because the Raiders already, the Raiders, they it, they put the value for the Raiders um, leaving Oakland, leaving LA or leaving Oakland and coming to Vegas. The Raiders, I think right now are the ninth most valuable team in the NFL. The Raiders. Could you imagine if they'd won the Super Bowl, what they would have been? Three, <laughs> four, you know, Patriots, Cowboys, <laughs> Raiders. What's the list? What's the top 10? Oh, I go got to pull it up at the most valuable teams, but the Raiders are now in the top 10 for the most valuable teams since their move to Vegas. And, and they probably they never were. No, they were the bottom. They, they were where the they A's were the are. Bottom. They, they were, were the, the A's were. Five. There was no yeah. value at all. No, absolutely. So right. the league has given Mark Davis so much that a buddy, a buddy man was like, think about what the league gave Mark Davis to allow him. They got him $750 million of taxpayer dollars, the most ever, more than the, Anybody more than the Cowboys, the Giants, the Patriots, more public money than any team in the history of sport in America, the Raiders got to move here. Mark Davis got that deal. Jerry Jones, you know, Robert Kraft, all the other owners suck on that. He got 750 mil from public money. So then he comes to Vegas, builds Allegiant Stadium, gets the greatest quarterback of all time, and then wins the Super Bowl. Been a hard pill to swallow for those other guys. Somebody said, you know, everyone's blaming Gruden for killing it. He was like, I think this was like a inside inside mafia. job. Don't yeah, let like him a, happen. Don't, don't let do him it. Happen. Say no. Say no, John. Say no. Yeah. John, if you don't do it, we will do X, Y, and Z. Blackmail them. You have to kill this deal. Mark Davis can't be allowed to do this. The, the Illuminati yeah. of the NFL. Or we'll Illumin- tell them about the emails, John. Okay, possible. The Illuminati of the NFL came in to say, uh-uh. You're really watching this Game of Thrones too much. I'm right just now. saying it's it's You're it's a little fucking moot show too much. Just saying. 11, I'm, I'm, 
it's one of those things where I was like, it's not a, it's, it's crazy, but it's not that crazy given how the league looks at Mark Davis and the Raiders historically. Wow. This is, this is like this, the, 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 the little brother, you know, the little runt who's not supposed to be running around growing up to become a big boy. <laughs> and all of a sudden they're playing they made the playoffs last year. They fired their coach and they still made the playoffs last year. Yeah. And they're in a market that people want to work in, want to live in no income tax here, all the nightlife you could dream about and have fun. You're left alone. The media Tom here. Tom ain't about that nightlife. He's up. He's up watching. No, I'm just saying the team itself and the whole the whole value of the Raiders oh, as to where where oh, it's going. Oh, oh. That the Vegas. Well, hell, we're having a Super Bowl. We're having a Super Bowl, and the Raiders <laughs> media. Okay, look, I, I'm friends with a lot of the guys in the local media, but they have yeah. no teeth. They can't do anything. Right. There's no, there's nobody in this market that carries a club into a press conference and starts swinging at the players. All the power is on the podium. All of it. Do you need to do that though? In every major market where the team is uber successful, yes. You don't want raw, raw media all the time. The job of the media is not to be the cheerleaders. They need to report on the team. They don't have to be adversarial. I'm not saying every press conference has to be like Belichick, where he answers one sentence, you know, one question with an answer. He just says, yes, no, yes. No. She talked to anybody. Can we go over and watch practice today? It's Wednesday. So it should be media day. I'm going to head over there. I want to ask Bill how he's doing. <laughs> All I know is that the Patriots defense got lit up today by Devontae Adams. Well, that's to be expected. He's going to light people up, period. Uh-oh, you're frozen. What are you reading right now? What did you get? No, I, I, got a, I got a text message. That's all. I was answering a text good. message. Yeah, I'm good. All right. All right. Uh, let's Chef go Benny to... Chef says, take off the tinfoil hat, Matt. I'm Again, that's part of it. I'll agree with that. It's a total conspiratorial theory, but, you know, the NFL is a conspiratorial place. So, <laughs> as we... The have, most we, valuable... See, this is why this chat is so valuable. Thank you, Sonic. According Cowboys. to Forbes... What year, though? Number one Wait. is the Cowboys. Ask when that came out, though. It just changed. Is Number two is the Patriots. Yeah, I knew that. The Patriots? Yes. Six, my friend. Six. Rams is number three. L.A. Championship. Giants is number four. New York. Bears is number five. Surprising. The Commanders is number six. Huh. That's why this guy has can do whatever he wants. Right, Snyder. Jets are number seven. Number one media market, yep. The 49ers are number eight. Number two, media market. The Raiders are number nine. Okay, that's accurate. Yep, that's where they were. I saw it this, I saw it this week. They're nine, yeah. And that's the right. Eagles are number 10. Think about if they won the championship in 2020, what the Raiders would be. Top five. Right. And Mark championship jump you though. I mean, that much. Yes. It would have Rams. Would've That's why the Rams are three. Championship gives you its insane value because your merch, your eyeballs, your attention, your ever everything in the market. It's insane. Man, oh man. Look at the Chargers. Same market. 
Thank you, Sonic. He said 2022. That's what that ranking is from, 2022. That's this year. That's what that top 10 list is. Yeah, it just came out. And yeah. Raiders are nines. They were like 21st, 22nd in Fort Vegas. Yeah, another nine. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's insanity. It's And that's why Mark Davis, bowl haircut and all, they don't like him. And yet he's getting all of these things. And they're like, keep making fun of people's hair. You're going to look like me. You know that I am on my way looking like you, but tighten it up. I still go and get my hair cut, but my, my guy, scissor, scissor kid does my hair. So he cuts my hair from what I've got. Scissor. Left. <laughs> What'd you my say? Boy. Isn't that my boy? Scissor kid cuts all the UFC guys here to hair in town. Sis. I thought you said something else. Scissor kid. Scissor, scissor kid. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> You say my name, my my mind wanders to different places. Where is Just thought wandering? I heard something different. That's all. Just <laughs> Where making is your sure. mind wandering. Uh, time now for the Circus Sports schedule of the day. Circus Sports BVB live. Circus Sports Million and Survivor Weekend will happen this weekend. Friday is day one. Saturday, day two. All sorts of people coming in. We'll have Jeffrey Benson on the show on Friday. Matty Vegas, footballcontest.com. Bringing us down there for the big Circus Survivor Weekend. If you were signing up. I think I've now sent, I think my total is up to nine people I've sent to Maddie this year. We've done a good job of giving Maddie a lot of business this year. Oh, yeah. Plus the show. So we've taken care of him. So it's been, it's been good. I've been happy. Footballcontest.com will have us there. Circus Sports for the Survivor and the Million. We'll talk about the overlay. Ask Jeffrey Benson, are they going to get there for Million? Everyone's saying no. This is a big weekend. You need to sign up a couple thousand here this weekend to get it rolling. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're going to be looking at it going, hmm. How big of an overlay are they going to have? Last Saturday, they did over 500 yep. in a day. So it was, it's, very, it's very possible. Let's see where they are right now. Um, I'm going to say that they are at, let's see. Uh, so millions at 1,785. Okay. $4.2 million overlay. Yep. Survivor is with 2,500 entries. She's almost almost a thousand more in Survivor. Three point five million dollar overlay. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get to the number they need in Survivor before coming in buying that multiples. Do you think they'll expand number of entries you can put in a million next year? No. Why? It can be fixed. What do you mean? Keep the integrity of the contest. You can't get more entries. It's already being done now, where they're buying. You're buying three. I'm buying three. Farrah's okay. buying three. We have nine entries. We, we can cross pick, cross pick the, the the games in advance. One that's getting better than others, and or we can. There's a lot of different ways to do it. They can't they can't expand more than three. Interesting. More than three. Yeah. Game strategy can't do it. I would could reduce. You, could, it. could you open? Could you have more entries and more games picked? Oh, I've been advocating for seven games. Pick go to seven. Tremendous. So if you add, if you let them have four or five, and then go to seven, yeah, it would it would create it. It would be better for the contest if there were seven games, mm-hmm. or you weighted the games. That's my other idea. Pick your games five, four, three, two, one, and one game's worth two points. One game's worth five, one game's oh. worth four, one game's worth three, one game's worth two, one game's worth one. 
I'm in a con I was in a contest like that. We called it the four three two one. So I like that. It's phenomenal. It's oh, so much it's better. Your, it's your it's my play of the week. <laughs> it's my lock of the week. <laughs> exactly. Content space would love it. My circuit sports lock of the week. Oh yeah, <laughs> like my it. five my five star play was five, is this. My, my four star play is this. Yeah. But you could go, you know, there's I 15 like points in a week if you do it right. that way. I mean, okay. just do the four, three, two, one. That's 10 points in a week. Okay. If you hit your three, your two, and your one, but you miss your four, it's six out of ten. Right. You know, but if you hit your four. And you miss the rest, all right? That's only four out of ten. It's forty percent. That's no good. You got to hit your four and one more. So if you hit your four and your one, that's five. It's breaking even. Fifty percent is livable. It's a lot of strategy involved in that. It'd be way too complicated to try to do that though. Right now with the systems, the systems would never make it work. But yet there's a guy Why operating not? it out of a bar in in Blonox, Pennsylvania, somewhere that uh, can do it. But Sports books across the country can't do it. I, I, I've had meetings with lawyers and proposed, hey, I just oh. want to run a contest and can't do it. Interesting. So. Schedule was Northwestern. They play Nebraska. How did they make the list? Just because they it. played Nebraska. Nebraska Northwestern the biggest game, and we're almost done. So, to, you know, we're, we got a couple of days left of this. We have, let's see, how many days do we have left of the contest? We have on the schedule, we have three schedule. We have four schedules left. So we are going down to the bare bones here for college football. Northwestern, you did a good job here. How well, it's hell? only because they're playing in Ireland coming up. <laughs> do we want Ross tomorrow or Friday from Ireland? Uh, He's asking me. He, he has landed. The Eagle has landed. Oh, boy. In Ireland. There's a Nebraska bar in Ireland. They've converted the entire damn thing. There's a Nebraska bar in Ireland. They're taking it over for the game. It's gonna. It's like there's so many Husker fans going over there. It's ridiculous. They're gonna have a home field advantage. Nebraska is he gonna be home. at the bar tomorrow? He could be if we want. We could be wherever we want him to be. He <laughs> said, "Tell him we're telling me where you want me to be." Right. Yeah, I mean, we could bring him on tomorrow. I, I, we got enough going on on Friday. I don't want to okay. try to coordinate a call from Ireland. Okay. And stuff on Friday. I think we just got to kind of focus on bringing people in. You know, if they're here, you can kind of have them sit on a set like we did at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Rather than try to coordinate that other stuff. Yep. So I think tomorrow, I vote, I vote for tomorrow. Okay. For Northwestern Ross. went three and nine last year. Yeah, they did. The three losses, they the three wins, they beat Indiana State, they beat Ohio, and they beat Rutgers. Everyone else got beat by seven points or more. They lost. Oh, sorry. Five points or more. Sorry. They lost 17, 12 to Iowa, but everyone else killed them, including Nebraska who beat them 56 to seven last mm. year. Three and a half is the total juice to the over. Okay. Week one. How juice? Minus 130, I believe. Okay. Week one, Nebraska in Ireland. They are 13 half point dogs. When does this go to 14? Does this go to 14? Some books have already gone back down to 13. I got the bat signal from people last night saying, Matt, Matt, it's 13 now. You okay? Said, yeah, I'm going to wait. Circus at 13 and a half. I'm going to see if we can get to 14 before we do it. I want the 14. If it starts to move across the country, I'm going to run to a book and bet 13 and a half or buy up to 14. 
Yeah, it's 13 and a half now. Right. Pretty much everywhere. Uh, there's only two 13s left. Caesars and DraftKings, everywhere else is 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple offshore places. I guess Unibet. Is Unibet an offshore? Is that offshore? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Sorry, didn't mean to mention that. But I guess they were at 12 and a half last night. So someone was like, they're off the market. They're they're a point below. I was like, oh, okay. It's going up, not down, as far as I know. Oh, uh, they're just trying to get somebody to follow, probably. See what goes on. I mean, Huskers win. Huskers win. Okay. Oh, and one. Duke, week two at home. Lose. Whoa. It's a game they got to win. It's a game they have to win, but they got to win that game. Lose. It's really important. They got to win that yeah. game. Southern Illinois. Win. One and two. Miami of Ohio. Home? Yep. Win. Agreed. Two wins. Duke becomes a big question mark. Keep that in mind. At Penn State. Hell no. Home for Wisconsin. No. At Maryland. They could win that game. I'll say win. At Iowa. I say loss. At Iowa. No. Win. Northwestern goes into Iowa and wins. Wow. <laughs> Just starting shit with all the people. Just because. Rommel Camp, you heard I'm it here this. first. I'm saying this. Penn State, Wisconsin, Maryland, Iowa, Ohio State. Oh, okay. what is that? They're road <laughs> team. They're road games. That's that's three games on the road, two games at home. Wisconsin and Ohio State are at home. Iowa, Maryland, Penn State are on the road. They win one of those road games. They go one and two. Maybe. They go one and two. They will beat either Penn State, Maryland, or Iowa. They will win one of those three games. Right. Wow. Okay. So I have three wins. So do I. Well, I have four. I have one. I have one, two. Three. I have three wins too. Okay. Minnesota. Where? At, at Minnesota. No. At Purdue. That's such an ugly game. I don't think they win that game. You think they do win that game? Do not. It's close. I'll say no. End the year at home against Illinois with three wins. Win. Four. Close it up. Four. Illinois and Duke, those are the two games for me. Wow. It's a hard middle of their schedule. It's a hard-ass schedule, period. Yep. Now, they got a really good offensive lineman, got a couple of good running backs, and they got a couple of good defensive players for Northwestern. <laughs> Jay Dow just chimed in and said, Northwestern, I will be 15-12 to 12 final. Correct. It was 17-12 last year. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. Missed extra points. 100%. He's right. 17 12 last year, 15 12 this year. Yep. I agree. On the total, that, that game total is probably going to be 32, 33. Wow. Damn. Ridiculously low. Matt Smart said Maryland and Illinois are the only games they won't be double digit dogs in. Unbelievable. How about that? And it's fall. For- but they'll be favored. But hold on. But no, because they'll be, I mean, in conference, he means, right? Because Southern Illinois and Miami of Ohio, they're going to be favored in those games. 
I mean, even the Duke game, the Duke games at home. Never even occurred to me to look. <laughs> double double digit dogs to Duke at home. I can't see that. I don't know. Bet Smart's his name's Tyler. I remember following him on Twitter. He's doing good work, but you know, he's making numbers. He puts it in here every day with the chat. I respect his opinion. Right. I'm not saying he's right. I don't know if they're double digit. They're not double digit dogs at home to Southern Illinois. Right. <laughs> so if they are, Bet Smart, we're gonna come bet with you. Mm. Okay, time for the props.com story of the day. Here is a two-leg money line parlay that pays plus 138. Okay. Leg one. Two-leg money line pays uh, plus 138. Well, sorry. No, sorry. This is just a two-leg parlay. Where's the money oh. line parlay? Oh. Uh, I like this parlay better. There's a money line parlay, but I like this one better. Okay, so this is a two-leg parlay. It's leg one. Phillies over four and a half runs today. Phillies again, over four and a half runs against the Reds. Against the Reds. Okay. Nine's the, to- nine's the total. Okay. And Astros money line is a plus 138 parlay. Astros money line is a winner. Phillies team total over what? Four and a half? Mm-hmm. Minus 150. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's plus money. I mean, yeah, that's not bad. I I, th- I think that's okay. Only two legs. Get plus one thirty eight on it. Astros are big favorites. Valdez going. I like it. You like it? I like. Yeah, I do. I I don't want to bet against it. I don't know which one get. I mean the. The Phillies run team runs get you. Houston's right. winning today. I would so, agree. That, that put I would a agree. couple of different things with Houston, but that one's not bad. Okay. Uh, we missed yesterday. Montas flew over that four and a half. Back to Pitched the over. unbelievable. You did. Back to the over. Astros, Framber Valdez over five and a half K's. FanDuel had this at plus money this morning at plus 105. Five of the last six games he's pitched, he's gone over this number. Six, eight, three, seven, eight, and six strikeouts. All five games at home, last five for Valdez, has averaged 8.2 Ks per. He's gone over this 5.5. Just got to stand up while you're talking for Akbar. Akbar said, what does that shirt say? I love it. <laughs> oh, keep talking. Eight out of 10 after a win, averaging 6.8. Valdez not, has not faced the Twins this year, but the Twins have averaged 10 Ks over the last three games, including 16 Ks yesterday. Over the last 30, the Twins have a K rate of 25% against lefties. That is a top 10 K rate in a scenario against lefties. They're projecting bet prep is 6.2 Ks today for Valdez over five and a half. Like it. How about Valdez over five Ks and the money line Astros same game parlay. Plus what? Let me pull it. Um, this would be um, Astros. This for you, Akbar. Akbar posted a picture of him in a BVB hat. Who looked like a damn boxer. He gave me that fist and a lid. That's posing for you. Do um, your thing, Mikey. Awesome. Let's see. Uh, uh, strikeouts. So if you go six or more, it's a plus 179 parlay. Oh. Astros money line. What's six five or more? Why'd you got to push it? Okay. Five, or, five more, or more. Plus 104. Uh, 
that ain't bad either with the Astros at minus 225 or 230 right now. You turn that into even money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's, if you go off the bet prep projection, which is 6.2, you don't need more than six. You just need six. That goes over five and a half as well. Um, okay. For that, if you go just with K's, um, let's see. Five and a half is the number. If you go over five and a half, that's a plus 182 parlay. So it's six or more. Isn't that strange? Isn't that weird? Is if you go with the alternative strikeouts of six or more, it's worth more than if you bet him just plus 120 over five and a half. It's so funny. It's plus over five and a half is plus 120, but six or more is plus 122. Same bet. It's the same bet with, with with two cents difference. You want to be the book? You see what a nightmare this shit is? <laughs> it's not like that would be literally, that would be one of the guys, you know, the boss is coming in going, explain this to me. Is this the same bet? How did this get like this? Oh, this is the system. Oh, this, this, this pays this, this pays that. It doesn't make you any sense. gave me flashbacks to sit in the room because that's the same damn bet. Over five and a half and six or more is the same, same damn bet. bet. With different pricing. Two different prices, a drastically different price. Yep. Everybody wants to be the book. The shit ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> should be the same price. Now that people are going to get mad. You should go hammer that thing right, right now. At Fandle, get the plus. Yeah, Fandle has got you got two different problems, two different price problems right there for Fandle with Valdez strikeouts today. They don't even know. Fandle, no, they, oh, now because they they're watching the show. That shit will be fixed in fifteen minutes. <laughs> watch that. Somebody watch that for me. If they fix that, <laughs> tell me when they fixed it. That would be great. When does when does Fandle correct that mistake? Uh okay. Which way are they going to correct it? They're going to change it down to plus one twenty, or they're going to put course. it up to plus one seventy nine? Down, not up. They're <laughs> going to go down to plus one twenty. They're not going to go up to plus one twenty two. No way. They're going the other way. Brigade, uh, go bet that shit right now. There you go. Uh time for better to book it. Brought to you by Caesar Sportsbooks. You get up to a twelve fifty risk free bet with the promo code JTP fifteen. Uh, just one baseball play. I've not bet it yet, but this is Darren's Spanish play of the day. Espanol with, with Jenna Garcia on our Instagram and TikTok at Bet Props. So I post this on our uh, on our Discord channel every day, but this is a chance to give this to you guys because I don't have a baseball bet myself. So here's a baseball bet from Darren: Guardians Padres under seven and a half minus one ten. The under is eleven three and one in the last fifteen games involving the Guardians. Mm-hmm. The under is seven, two and one in the last 10 games involving the Padres. Mm-hmm. The under is four and O oh in the last four times. The Padres have met the guardians in San Diego mm. and the under is nine, one and one over the last 11 guardian games. When the over guardians that. are coming off of a win. Did it again with the over to over to how do you like Cleveland, San Diego, seven and a half on. I don't actually like it. Over. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, my first thought when I saw this this morning was I, uh, I liked it over, but fall, not falling for the San Diego trap again. Okay. Snell and all this other, not doing it. They keep making this team favored multiple times. I don't know. Are they going to make the playoffs? Who? The Padres. No. They're really leaking. Too much controversy. 
Tatis let all the air out of the balloon. I just don't. I just I can't believe it. I I, I like Cleveland and over today in the game. So when I looked okay. at it this morning, I'll do some more research and check it. All but right. that's that was my thought. You like this under? No, I just put it out. Okay. I, I'm not making. I'm not betting baseball today. Baseball is. Oh, you're just not. You're taking the day off. I'm not betting. I, I'm not betting today. Today, I, I, I made, book. It's going to be pretty fast. Two college football bets. The first two college football bets. How does he do it? I mean, um, seriously, I thought we uh, were going to get right to the end. Two, two college football bets today. Correct. There will be there will be a college football bet on Better to Book It every day the rest of the week. Oh, get ready. First bet. Under 50 and a half, Nebraska Northwestern. Under? Under. Tell me why. Both teams are going to run the football. I don't buy that Nebraska's offense is going to somehow click automatically against a hard-hitting Northwestern defense. Northwestern was not as bad as they were. They're bad this year, but not as bad as they were last year. All, they've prepped for this game all entire camp. It's in Dublin. There's no real home field advantage. Major distractions for both teams over there to play. Nebraska wins by 10 under really? 50 and a half. Where the hell did you get 50 and a half? It's 49 and a half everywhere. Fandle last night, 50 and a half. Wow. I'll book it. I'm buying this unders early stuff. In college football, unders are very profitable. In games like this, between two teams in the same division, in the same conference? Over the course of the season, Yes. No, early in the year. Offenses aren't there. New quarterback, three transferred wide receivers in for Nebraska. Can they lose this game? I think they can. Well, if, if I mean, if North, if you think Northwestern is going to cover, which you do, I, do. I kind of do as well, I would lean under. I mean, because Northwestern, they win in a shootout. Dog and under. It's 27-20. Correct. Something like that, right? I think it's twenty four seventeen, but yeah, I mean yeah, somewhere in that that's somewhere way, in that range. That's I mean that's the only way Northwestern wins. Northwestern mm-hmm. doesn't win a thirty four, you know, thirty eight thirty five type game. Mm-hmm. And I think fifty six seven was a fluke last year. Correct. It was just you throw that out. That's yep. The whole, but everyone's every, using that. Everyone's using that to bet Nebraska. That's why the numbers climbing. People use all this other stuff to make bets and justify their bets or positions and stuff. Last year's game has nothing to do with this year's game. It's Great. just the score. It, the teams have changed so much. And the, the venues I mean, they're in a different country. They're in a different country playing yeah. this game. I don't think these teams come out flying around and like all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh. This, at, to- this isn't at Wembley, is it? It's in Dublin. I forget the name okay. of the stadium. It's is it at- a soccer field? You've noticed that when they go and play on soccer fields, that grass is cut so tight. It's almost like a green, like a, a golf course green. And they slip and fall a lot all the time. Avia Stadium, it's being played. A-V-I-V-A. Aviva, Aviva. Stadium. Aviva Thank Stadium. You. Yeah, Cora just said it. Aviva Stadium in Dublin. Hmm. It's got to be a soccer stadium. I mean, why the hell would they have a football stadium? It's got to be a soccer stadium. Right. Under bet number two, Nevada minus nine against New Mexico State. Whoa, Mexico State is garbage. Are they bad, man? Both teams have new head coaches. Nevada has replaced a ton. I'll give you that. 
But New Mexico State is a bad football team, bad Damn, program. You're against everybody with this. Did, one. I like they, this. They, they don't. They, they, this is Nevada. All the money's coming in on Northwest. All, once it got, it opened at 10 and a half. It came down to nine. Once it got under 10, give me Nevada. They got a, they got an experienced quarterback. Everyone's saying, oh, Carson Strong's gone. Oh, no, the kid behind him's not bad. Been in the system for a while. I know Norvell's gone, but I got Nevada big in this game over, North, over New Mexico State. Circa opened this at 16. <laughs> Think about it, right? Nevada minus 16, but... They were the first ones, you know, really put it up and take bets. So they took a limit play and went down. And obviously their initial number might have been a little bit extra, a little bit mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. But that's why that's why they do it. That's I mean, I've talked to Metcalf about this specific thing. He's like, we're going to put up bad numbers. I'm okay with it. It gets us to the number we need to get to very quickly. Mm-hmm. Books are all going to need Nevada. I like needing to book side sometimes, especially early. We'll bet this one. Two score wins all I need. I like Nevada. Two score win is all I need. Mm-hmm. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, 10 nothing, 10 point win I cover. So two score win is all I need. BVB. Uh, I'll say bye to Sports Grid here before we do favorite thing about today. Sports Grid will be back tomorrow after the Pat McAfee show. If you guys are live on Twitter and YouTube for the props, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitter channel, don't move. Favorite thing about today coming up next here for BVB. Okay, what is your favorite thing about today? Um, I am headed right after the show over to pick up some pizzas and deliver them to the hospital. Oh, um, Papap is in a hospital uh, with COVID, double pneumonia, all this other stuff. And we share all the stuff on the show. And like, you know, yeah. it's, it's very transparent. You've known now since Sunday when we took them in. Yeah. 73, um, lived, you know, he's lived a full life. He's a tremendous, gregacious dude. He's down for the count a little bit. And grandma came home yesterday. She's not shook because she's a tough, you know, woman as well. But I was like, hey, um, one of the coolest things I did after I finished my treatment was I went back and delivered pizzas to the whole eighth floor. I said, just give everybody the pizza. I don't care who gets it. I wasn't even allowed back up. Right. Because it was still COVID. But I said, deliver this to everybody. Make sure the whole floor eats. And it made me feel good. And I uh, hopefully it made people remember. But it's just a small show gratitude of thank you. Of course. So I'm going to do that today. I'm leaving here. The phone is buzzing because Kylie's placing the order so we can at least pick it up. Nice. And we're going to take it to the nurse's ward on the sixth floor over at Centennial and just make sure everybody gets a lunch for taking care of Papap, my father-in-law, but, you know, a big part of the house and all this stuff. And hopefully he's going to get better soon. It's going to take a little bit longer. He went in and said, I'll be at work in a week. I don't know if Papap, he thinks he's going to be out walking around in construction sites and stuff on Monday. Just need him to come home. But yeah, I just wanted to... Uh, want to say thanks to to all the people that are taking care of them because that job is hard. What we do, I <laughs> yeah. mean, come on. Nothing Those nurses' yeah. jobs, you know. You got you got nurses in your family, and you ain't a doctor, but you pretend to be one here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard job. It's, a, it's you know, I, I drive past here in, in, in Vegas, as you would expect. There's a lot of places that are rehab facilities, and 
I often drive past them and, and I think that there's people who get up in the morning and they're, they go to help other people get off of substances that have them ripped and locked. And they don't sometimes want to get off the substances, but the person's there to try to help them get off. And I just think like, you are such a better person than I could ever be. I couldn't be that person. Like I couldn't be that. And it's like, we're, we're so lucky that those people exist. Oh, and we don't think a lot about the fact that there are people who are really struggling, who need help. And there are other human beings who, whose job it is, is to get up and try to get them help. And they want to do that. And that's what they do for a career. And I talk into a camera for two hours a day. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, right. I just uh, say it all the time. I took bets. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no complaints. Go do that yeah. for, just like I say that all the time, go do it for, put yourself in other, someone other's shoes for a week. That's a hard job, man. Oh, I, I, I've you. been in the hospital more times since I've turned 40 than I like to remember or acknowledge. But like, I always have that conversation with the nurse that's taking care of me or the person that's there. And I, and I was like, I always ask how often do people say thank you to you? And they'll sometimes get shy or they'll blush and they'll get a little like, well, you know, and I, they talk around it and I go, so not enough. <laughs> and, and they're like, well, you know, I don't do it for the thank yous. I'm like, well, I'm like, thank you for what you're doing because I need this for whatever reason I was unfortunately in the hospital for. Right. Like I need, I need you to be helping me. And it, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think it's important. And that's what you're doing is, is incredible. Like that's going to make everyone's day and it's pizza, but it's going to make every nurse's day. They're going to go home and tell their kids or tell them their husbands, their wives, whoever, Hey, today at pizza, a guy whose father-in-law is here showed up with a whole bunch of pizza. It was pretty cool. Now I'll ask you. So, you know, I asked if I could go in and see him. Mm -hmm. They said if I gown up, yeah, and mask up. Yep. I never gowned up and masked up. Should yes, I do it? Have. Yes, you have. You've been in the hospital. You've been in the hospital gown and a mask. I mean, not being a patient. You mean not being a patient? I think you'd get a. I think you would enjoy. I think you would make your week. If you could sit with your father-in-law for an hour and have a conversation with him today. Let's see how he feels when I go in. Grandma, yeah. grandma will dictate it. I think if, if he's okay to have the conversation, I think that's an awesome sign. That would be amazing right. if he's able to see you guys. That's great. Right. But I mean, he's battling. I mean, double pneumonia is no joke for him. Right. In his seventies. That's, that's what they're always the most concerned about when it comes to COVID. Right. Is the lungs. So okay. if you can, if, if you can win and he can talk to you, that's a really good sign yeah. that things that things he's battling, but he's not, you know, he can't, he can communicate and talk, but if you can, if it's okay, I think you would get a ton out of it just to sit for, even for 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. That's all. That's just to all. sit and just to say, Hey, we're just going to give him a fist bump and say, is there anything you need? Like, is right. how you feeling? Right. And I'll come and bring back whatever you need or do you need? A, that's all. You know, does he read Sports Illustrated or does he read like magazines or whatever? Like what he's probably do? playing Candy Crush on his phone until <laughs> the phone dies. That's probably. Can you play that for money now? Is Candy Crush for money or is Candy Crush just for fun? I don't know. I don't know either. I thought that I thought that there was a version <laughs> of Candy Crush you could play for money that like actually had like. Between a, that and the trivia, he's probably he's, he's staying sharp. I know that. Oh, trivia is fun. 
Oh, he loves to just sit there and just get asked questions and then think he knows. And then he, you think, <laughs> I swear, oh, <laughs> the nurses are probably like, this guy never stops. Bed pap pap's over on number of times he says, fuck. Oh, <laughs> well, screw it. That's my favorite thing about today. You're going to go see your father-in-law. That's, my, that, that, that's great. You, you, you taking that man. That's phenomenal. So yeah, that's, that's great. So give us an update tomorrow as to how he's doing um, yeah. when, when we start the show. Guys hit the like button, subscribe buttons. You guys Please. know when we go live and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Apple subscribe to that for our audio. If you guys are listening to the podcast, give us a review as well on Apple or Spotify and tell us what you think about what's going on. Do that for us. Help the algorithm out. As Dave says, He's Dave. I'm Matt. Back tomorrow for Thursday's episode of BBB.